podcast. Movie, movie, 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 podcast. Are you getting this? Oh, go quibby yourself. Welcome to the Movie, movie podcast, everybody. <laughs> Episode number 98. Wow. I am your host, Tiggs, and with me, as recently, Alex. Uh, Quibby. As always, Russ. We're not okay. I'm Russ <laughs> and Peter. Am I supposed to say Quimby? What just happened? I'm not. Yeah, I, totally. He didn't give us too much of a lane to use Quibby in another fashion if we were talking about a joke being heightened. But just saying. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, we're all a little rusty on the improv at this point. I would say it's been a very speak long for time. yourself. <laughs> oh, here we are again. Um, still stuck inside, still watching old movies. Um, and this week we had a fun idea to kind of go back through some of our old top 10. Actually, you know what, Russ, why don't you tell us what we did this time? All right, cool. Fine. So, you know how like, uh, we do this top 10 every year and like, I have a movie or 10 movies and we all do that. There are some movies that are on our respective lists that, that, one or two of us have never seen so we compiled a list of the movies that were in other people's top tens that we hadn't gotten to and we each assigned as homework at least one movie from someone else's top 10 Mm -hmm. to watch so i was assigned a movie from alex alex was assigned a movie from pete pete was assigned a movie from me tiggs and tiggs was assigned a movie from me um and we're gonna go over those movies now yes we Um, are and to kick things off we're gonna start with tigs nice yes so russ gave me the homework of watching either the florida project or three identical strangers and oh shit i forgot (laughs) and i watched both so um, but the one that you truly assigned as, as the non-alternate was The Florida Project, um, which was a fantastic, depressing, very difficult watch of the other side of American Honey. It's almost like those kids yep. grew up to be the kids in American Honey, if anything. <laughs> I never really looked at it at that way, but the, those two movies could not work more perfectly together. They feel like they feel so, um, so similar in, in a lot of ways in kind of like the grassroots styling of how some bit shot um, and just the the real nature of the movie. Those kids are just being kids um, yep. as though they were raised by some sometimes raised by not the best parents and some just just being kids at other times. Um, and it just it captures all of it so well and so authentically that like you just you you can't take your eyes away whenever those kids are on the screen um willem dafoe yeah man nails it rob that year yeah he really who won that year was that one of was that mahershala's second win that year i don't remember no that no i don't think it was that um i looked this up and now i totally forgot was he nominated for actor or supporting 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 and so, he lost to Sam Rockwell. Yes, for three billboards. Uh, right. So, and that, so I, I I call bullshit on that. He's still yeah. Uh, so what was 
Willem Dafoe's role in, in Florida Project. I actually have not seen it either and do not know much about it. So the entirety of the Florida Project takes place in, well, not the entirety, but for the most part, this could have been a bottle movie in a way, since it's basically all just at this one motel. Uh, and Willem Dafoe runs that motel. Uh, uh-huh. He's he's like a he's not the owner of the motel. There is someone else who owns it, but he's the one who is running and managing the entire thing. I guess you would call him a manager. Um, Mr. Manager, Mr. Manager. Uh, and just, that's no, just manager. Like <laughs> there are, it seems very simple, I guess when it's just like, Oh yeah, he's the manager of a hotel and he just kind of fully nails it. But you get just how much he cares about the kids more than anything else. Um, and how, heartbreaking some of his scenes are in the early goings with his son who then just kind of disappears from the movie at one point when the son is like i can't keep doing this stop paying me i just don't want to be here (laughs) um i this probably would have ended up making my top 10 and not for not to go too spoilery but it's kind of hard like this isn't a movie that's one to be spoiled i guess you're just you're it's it's slice of life in slice, yeah yeah but from the ending um oh. first being terrified that something's about to happen when they they the kids are like running away from the motel and seem to be going to traffic and being like this can't be how it ends because like it's an a24 film right so i'm expecting yes. the worst thing to happen at some point during this movie gotta um, be ready gotta be for and then for them to for those heads to fly off yeah exactly and then for them to for like two kids to run away to the magic kingdom and then for it to just like end i was like i felt this like the sense of like oh what a nice ending and also oh god these kids are fucked at the exact same time (laughs) yep um god i can't believe i had it had been something that had just like escaped me for so long uh, something that I had really wanted to watch. Thank God it's like an hour shorter than American Honey, which makes it just so much easier to watch. Yes. Um, That's, I've been wanting to watch American Honey for about three years. Uh, you got nine hours. Well, you've got a lot of time now. So if you watch a half hour every day for the rest of your life, you'll get through it. Yep. And it's a great movie. It re- and like a great movie. I like the soundtrack. Um, but this one, you never, there are times in that movie where you're just like, all right, get on with it let's I, I don't need to see this scene go on for like 10 do, minutes i don't care do, does this have gut punches though is that what kind of movie this i don't is? know like, that it's necessarily i mean you've seen it more recently than me so i wouldn't i mean someone does punch someone else in the gut but uh, okay yeah that's what i want to know <laughs> but other than that it's not like with the exception of like the very end there's nothing I mean, there's there are some miserable parts to it, but but it's not until like that very end where it all really kind of comes together. And then you, yeah. look, you look back on the movie and you're just like, why didn't this happen earlier? Um, <laughs> I don't know. God, yeah. The thing I remember most about how well it deals with the reveal of what bath time's been all about. Oh, my God. Oh, I've, oh, that doesn't, that that doesn't was, sound good. When that fi- when that happened, I like jaw dropped and i was like i figured it was going to be something stupid like this but oh my god i can't believe this is actually it why yep oh never felt so gross never felt so gross i, I think the thing i i probably said it years ago and i'll reiterate uh that i liked the most about this movie was it wasn't 
giving you a value judgment on any of these people, right? Good or bad. It's just like, uh, this is a situation that these people are in. You may see them do some things that you think are good. You may see them do some things that you're like, please take their children away from them. Yeah. Um, but it's really easy to say those things when you are not in the situation. Like you, so I think, yeah, go ahead. Uh, you can like exactly what you're saying. You can tell the love between like the child and parent, like relationships within it. But then you also watch the parent make some horrible decisions. And it's just, it's again, the, the, the movie is never judging them, but the viewer is. Yeah. Um, Oh, Man. Also, that footage in Magic Kingdom uh, shot with an iPhone because yes, they would not let that happen. I am surprised that it even was able to get released at that point without having something, um, some sort of a they, waiver. There might, they, I don't, I, I should probably check the, I have it. I should probably check the credits at the end and see if they had to like say something about that. Yeah, like not. Because it's not like, like A24 at that point was a studio. It's not like it was some like super indie. Right. But yeah. So I wonder how they got away with that. I, I am, uh, yeah, th- there must be something like used without permission or something. But like, please don't sue us, Disney, um, which seems like something Disney could do very easily if they uh, wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think they're probably known for being pretty litigious. Yeah. So. Are they? I didn't know that. I have to imagine. So Actually, you know what? Made I won't. Top 10. I, I definitely think this would have made my top 10. Um, okay. And I liked Three Identical Strangers, but I liked Florida Project more. Um, well, that's fair. Three Identical Strangers, I, however. Well, I'll go quickly through this one. When the reveal comes of, like, what was going on, I was fucking hooked and yeah. couldn't yeah. believe it. Uh, yeah, that movie sucks. That, that, that's a really, like, it's a, it, it's a fun documentary watch because, yeah, it, it gives you enough oh shit moments that, like... So many. Yeah. And, like, they, they come every like it almost could have been like a netflix docuseries because you know at the end of every netflix show they like ended on a cliffhanger for the next one yeah like tiger king or something this felt like every 20 to 30 minutes you were like get the fuck out yep oh my really episodic and when they go and like interview the lady who had worked with like the original people i was like you gotta like wow you don't seem to give a crap right now yeah oh yeah um Oh, fantastic documentary, though. Um, yeah. Really well done. Um, shocking in a lot of ways. And just super interesting and so fucking depressing as well. And then, oh, my God, the reveal about the sisters. Oh, my God. There's so much that happens in this. Yeah. Sense. That's just yeah. like, got to be kidding. Um, yeah, it, it seems unbelievable. But also at the same time, like, yeah, I, I get it. This is totally what have happened at that point. Um, that's one to try and go into as cold as possible. Um, oh, definitely. Yeah. So All should right. I choose someone or Russ, do you want to sure. keep choosing people? Uh, you know what? Well, we'll, we'll go around. So well, whoever you choose the next person and then that person will choose the next person. All right. Alex, what were you going to say before we choose? Oh, I was going to say, should the person that did your movie go next? Ooh. Yeah, Russ, Russ actually chose you and he chose your movie. I like that. Yeah. So Russ chose mine. So Russ, you should be going next. That's fair. Um, okay. <laughs> so I had two choices <laughs> given to me from Alex. Uh, Indie Game the Movie hmm. and We Are the Best. Nice. I wasn't even going to try to attempt to find a six-year-old Swedish foreign independent film. So I went with Indie Game uh, the Movie. 
I will say for the record, we are the best totally worth it if you can find it. Movie about like, yeah, wasn't young I, I punk rock wasn't even too. gonna try it. I was like, I, I looked at the it. cover and it was like, yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> I will if we get if I can find it, I will uh, make mention yeah. of it in one of our next casts. <laughs> but yeah, you don't even have to. But it's just for anyone out there, it's an enjoyable flick. I do want okay. to watch that one. Yeah, but uh, I had a three-month home excuse of podcasting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I had assumed Indie Game the movie was going to be the choice. I just felt it in my bones. Nice. So uh, I so I watched it. Um and I'm a I would say I'm what you would call a moderate gamer. Absolutely. I I'm not as a hardcore like following the stuff. I like the big like I like a I like some small indie games here and there and then I like, you know, the big solo player releases that come out every year. Yeah, um, that said, it was really fun to look back on this movie because it was, it was. I remember when these games were new and fresh, and now they're all so old. Yeah. Um, but yeah, indie game movie. It covers the produ- the production and the producers of games like Braid, Super Meat Boy, and Fez. Mostly yeah. Super Meat Boy and Fez. Yeah. yeah. Um, I went into it. I'd say first. 10 to 15 minutes I had a I was super judgmental I was like these fucking indoor kid losers Uh, these guys suck you're Uh, talking about uh, Alex and Russ for putting this on uh, Alex and Tiggs for putting this on their top 10 (laughs) Uh, exactly Uh, but I'm like looking at the I was there was a super hard judgment coming from me Uh, I'd say probably a, a solid 30 minutes in um, but then once I just kind of let it sink in, that, like, no, th- th- this is the, their guy, this is their life. And yeah. like, I think at one point when I can't remember, I think it was the super meat boy guys, Edmund and Tommy, uh, the one with like the weird facial hair and beard. Edmund. Oh no, no, no. It was the other one. The, the Edmund one who's Long. definitely depressed. Um, oh yeah. Oh, the guy from Fez, uh, yeah. Phil Fish. Oh, no, 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 no not. I don't think. Well, it, I don't know. It could have been any one of these guys. They're all depressed. And sad. <laughs> they all um, are depressed. Yeah, that's well, They're yeah. talking about the fact that, like, if you work for one of these big developers, you're like one of a thousand. Yeah, it was the Fez guy. It's like you're one of a thousand people making something, and he's going over all the the chats of people like, "When is your game coming out? When is Fez coming out?" And he's like, "I'm literally one person yeah. trying to make this." Like. And it's once you kind of think of it on that granular level, you're like, wow, these guys have made some pretty incredible things. Yeah. And listening to their logic about Super Meat Boy and, and comparing him to Mario and that like Mario gets a new suit that creates the new mechanics. We make the levels different, which forces you to think differently. And I was like, ah, oh, these guys are really like, yeah, they're they're no more of a lo- uh, quote unquote loser than somebody who's like super into i don't know brewing their own beer at home or something (laughs) uh you know everyone if you have that level of love for something and you're doing it for your life you're gonna come off this way so i had to remind myself that it's like turn your like you're like jock bro programming off these are just guys doing something themselves yeah i yeah do i have some issues with some of the games that tommy made before oh, yeah. he made oh, yeah. this, Edmund, like yeah. that one Edmund where you're like a penis game. trying to like I don't know attack a vagina. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. But sure. We. <laughs> not great. No. Well, because uh, I mean, you also have to think of like where 
that kind of culture was, and it was much more edgelordy type, I, yes. I guess, then before it like hit mainstream but, as much as it did, like in what late, uh, you know, late two thousands and 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 like the I'd say like the late teens, uh, gamergate ish stuff. But it's like you're watching uh, mid teens. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're watching this movie before any of that stuff takes place. Yeah. So I had to remind myself we're not there yet. We're not at this gamergate. Girls aren't welcome. In video game shit yet this is like still the last gen this is still what xbox and ps3 and xbox and pc xbox uh 360, 360. Yeah. so we're not even we're not even there yet but it was like i think these guys are you know, ended up ultimately being pretty interesting people and watching uh the dude like have his uh fez develop it, development thing go bust like 700 times at pax east i'm yep. like oh wait I know what PAX East is because Doug goes to that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, it, it started to connect. I started to connect with it on a personal level. And I'm like, man, Doug could have been there playing that game and it being buggy. And he would have been like, oh, this game sucks. Huh? So I was like, this is like, that's a good impression. I finally get good. to see what it's like to do this indoor kid shit. Um, yeah. My, I own every single one of these games. So I can't yeah. even really make fun of them. Um, but yeah, it was, it, it felt a little like Har- like the Harmon documentary a little bit too um, that came out a few years ago. Cause it's like, these guys are like, uh, I respect what they're producing and their thoughts behind it. I probably would not want to spend more than seven seconds with any one of these people. How does it hold up as a film? It's, like, it's, well, I haven't, I having not seen it at all. I think it really does hold up. I, I think it's the type of movie that could benefit from having a companion piece made in some vein. I don't know what that would look like now, whether if that would be like phone-based games or something. Yeah. I'm not sure. But I think that these same people should almost do do something similar, but for right now. So or these should, or these or the people who made this should be the ones to make the Gamergate doc. Or oh, something, yeah. but oh, I yeah, I, I liked how it was put. It was put together really well. I don't think it was it wasn't uh, being exploitative of these people at all. They were just showing people saying exactly how they felt and whatever. And it's kind of up to you. And it was nice to see like G four footage in the background. I miss that channel. Oh my god, yeah, me too. The channel was so uh, sick. But I was... I actually enjoyed it. I I really did. Um, it took me a little bit to get out of my own head about like just judging losers. But once I got over that, I really did like it. Yeah, I don't, that, oh, I don't know that it would have made my top ten. Um, but if I went back and saw all the documentaries that I saw that year, which would have probably been not that many, it would have been up there in terms of documentary. But I don't think it would have made like the top ten of my films. Yeah, right. But I really did like it. Uh, there's some stuff I would take out of my top ten anyway. Killer Joe, how'd you get in there? Um, oh my God, yeah. So... I don't, it wouldn't have taken Killer Joe's spot. Or maybe it would have. Who knows? Maybe that would have bumped everything yeah. else. And it I, would have gotten it, the 10 spot. Because I think it was a 10 and a 9 spot for us, right? It so was. Yeah. yeah, it was a 10 so, and a 9. It's entirely possible. I'm looking at Lincoln and Killer Joe right now as movies that have to get the hell out of here. <laughs> and if they do, it's entirely possible that Indie Game could sneak in at a 10 spot. I don't see it being higher than that, but it, it deserved recognition. It, it is a solid 10 spot type of movie if, if again in that brain yes. back then totally yes um, it, it's just so funny now because i don't think that like like i feel like a documentary like that 
it would probably not be nearly as interesting now <laughs> because yeah. I feel like maybe game development something that's like it's you know there's all these been all these shows now about like you know you've got the the Apple TV one and stuff like I that. really like, like less, that show it, it's less shrouded in mystery than it was yeah. you know nine years ago and that's also but that show's also doing the thing that these guys aren't doing like that show's about a big developer. Uh, it's clearly Ubisoft. They're not saying it. Um, oh, and this is like w- what it's like to work with Microsoft when you're just two guys. Like that's a completely different experience. Yeah. And I I think that this in some ways this movie is almost a little ahead of its time. Like I think yeah. there's more that could be done with this exact. You could take this exact same idea, make it five years later, and it it could be like a, a like a Ken Burns level doc. Like there's a lot oh, to this. This is like a Seven Up. <laughs> they yeah. just do it every. Yeah, every 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 five, every, every new generation dropped drop a a movie drop a doc like this. <laughs> but yeah, I really did enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen it in a long time, but I did really enjoy it. And I think by the end of it, or I, I don't even want to mention how many times I watched it. Um, I, I ended up liking Edmund or like Edmund's whole thing with his grandmother was like the bit that like, I was like, I can relate to this guy being like this giant nerd and like having all these like emotions. Phil Fish, I think does come off mostly as a dick. Um <laughs> Which... That's his persona, though. <laughs> I was gonna say, um, yeah, he really did seem like a. He seemed like a, like a like a tryhard. Yeah, like did, a real did, did, tryhard. Did him quitting video games was that in there? No, that that I don't think that. Okay, happened. No. that happened a couple of years later. Okay. That happened not too yeah, long couple... later. Yeah, yeah, because that was that was after, got it. that was like a week after the announcement of Fez or the day of the announcement of Fez two when he just quits video games. I and didn't I think, know that. And I think that this, I does Fez get released by the end of this or no? It, there's, there's a. It, there, it's there's like a, on its way, okay. but not yet. I think, yeah, I was about to say if it if it is in there in any way, I think it's just text, right? Yeah. Or just like, hey, right at and, the end, yeah. And Fez, yeah, they're like Fez, Fez finally is, came out. It, Fez is finally coming out. They say something like that at the end. Meat Boy does come out and it does well. And I was like really pulling for those guys. Yeah. Uh, at first when it wasn't showing up in the marketplace, I was like, fuck. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Right. But then I'm like, I know how this ends. Everyone <laughs> plays that game. It ends up being like super popular. And yeah. but what I couldn't track, because I'm assuming this was like made in like 2011. is I was like, were people playing it then? Because I downloaded <sighs> Super Meat Boy probably in 2015. Yeah. I, I remember <sighs> the buzz for it when it came out. So that's still like. Yeah three years after it's been huge because it wasn't on x it wasn't on playstation for a long time it was Correct. it was xbox exclusive and i think pc yeah for a long time yeah uh, it, but yeah no really really good game um i i mean really good movie rather yeah uh, i really game. enjoyed it and it makes me think a little bit differently when i play games like killer queen now because i'm like this, pro- this game was probably not made by that many people right yeah and for me to love it more than anything else speaks says something. Like I think it's cool to make something that not as many people will like, but the people who like it will love it. Yeah. So that's cool. cool. These nerds got to me. Cobias. <laughs> uh, yes, sir. Uh, well, guys, we're gonna go back to the land of A twenty four right now. Yep. 
Um, yeah, we are. And they were laughed. <laughs> and uh, we're gonna talk about a little movie starring Atreus, the son of Kratos. Yes. <laughs> oh, that is right. That is right. Uh, other than mid nineties, boy. Um, yeah. No, I talked uh, Jonah Hill's uh, directorial debut. Yeah. Uh, from 2018, and I missed a lot of movies this year. Uh, so it was not hard to find things that I hadn't seen. If you listen to this podcast, you you, you might know. If you're just watching, just tuning in for the first time, I watch I watch everything. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> um, but this is a kind of a slice of life coming of age story uh, set in mid 90s LA. Uh, about a kid named Stevie who's just kind of like, you know, I don't know if it's not if it's something I can relate to, just being like a little, a little shrimpy kid. <laughs> and people don't necessarily, maybe, maybe he doesn't have that many friends. Uh, as a big, as a little brother, uh, all this oh, stuff. Uh-oh. But uh, um, I was just like, the the set dressing and everything of this is just so perfectly 90s it really activates all the nostalgia centers of your brain just like in the first shot yep. seeing a room with ninja turtles uh bed sheets and like one of those big hulk hogan uh like stuffed doll things oh, what were those uh, things called wrestler pals pillow or something like that what was it was it rest? pillow people pillow people. pillow person <laughs> pillow people i don't know if you can say that uh but anyway <laughs> um uh so uh, you know, as Stevie, um, I guess just one day wanders into a, a skate shop and starts just kind of for, like by osmosis of hanging around a bunch of like cool skater kids kind of gets into their their group. And you see them like sort of uh, of all of his friends, like introduce him to like drinking and smoking and girls and stuff like that and you seem kind of spiral out with some of that stuff and um you know how it, it affects it again it's it's so slice of lifey and, and stuff that it's not, it doesn't necessarily like there's not like big i mean there are a couple big plot points uh but for the most part it doesn't necessarily go anywhere specifically but man i i really enjoyed the hell out of this movie um it was a yeah. nice little film and really well done like the, the just having the aspect ratio and everything that yeah. like it's it all felt like it looked like a movie from the 90s it everything felt like it um i think it's a great first directorial yeah. debut totally the soundtrack is fucking so good so I good will, i will say sometimes soundtrack was maybe a little too hipster that i was like yeah but the like, thing is, when they're skateboarding along, sad, and like the Smiths come on, I'm just like. Oh, but the thing is, <laughs> if you were a kid, <laughs> that is true. You, if you were Sonny or Stevie, sorry, if yeah, you're yeah. Stevie in this movie, like you would be trying. That melodramatic. To... Yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, um, and, and the the act of like hearing from your older brother, "Don't go in my room," and immediately running into his room, yeah, is yeah. something I identify <laughs> with. Yeah. Uh, and like like the writing down of the CDs and stuff like that, it's oh, just yeah. like that was like, oh man, you like it was a really good attention to detail of like things yes. of that time. Yes, it's like he must have kept a pretty uh, solid journal growing up because I feel like there's certain things that it would like 
it would take a lot of real effort to try to really because the thing is you remember your experience a little differently than it actually occurred and i oh, feel like this was one of those times where it kind of forced me to remember things as they happened and not as i remember them yeah you know yeah and 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 that, like, that kid was such he that kid was like every that kid was a lot of kids growing up. Every kid who was just like trying to figure out where they belong between that like middle school to high school phase where you start trying shit out. Um, yeah. Yeah, I and, thought it was and, great. And as someone that had like one of those single finned, terrible like KB Toys skateboards at first and then was like horribly made fun of for by it because it was like, oh God, this sucks. Like it's I get that. Babies. Like it was for babies. Um, but yeah, like I, I it's a hard movie to like, I guess, like talk about in a specific thing in terms of scenes because it's well, like it's, the, stuff just kind of happens. There's no yeah. villain. There's no hero. It's just scenes at, in yeah. a life that everyone remembers. Exactly. Like, Having your mom drag you in somewhere to yell at friends. Ooh. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> like that's. Day, I don't. There's few things that I think terrify me more than that. So, Alex, keeping in mind that you only did a top five for that year, would this movie make your top ten? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Would it make yes. your top <laughs> five? Uh, I think I, I think it definitely would. Um, I think that this is a perfect mid-spot movie, actually. Like, that's what this... Like, this would be, like, if I had seen more movies, too. Uh, this, this movie feels like, to me, like a solid, like, five-spot. So, for um, you, this would take the... This would... You would slot this ahead of Sorry to Bother You or ahead of Into the Spider-Verse? Those are both really good movies. <laughs> Those are both really good movies. Um, Six I'm going by position your two. percentage. Yeah. Uh, I guess and, I had... and better than Mandy? No, man. I love Mandy. I love Mandy more now. I mean, I Wait, also what? love Mandy. I do, I do, too. Mandy was my number one that year. And if I could make she's it also, she's... like higher than that, I would. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> She's great on This Is Us. This is, I mean, um, <sighs> oh, I've never seen an episode. Um, <laughs> I watched two full seasons. Oh, really? Oh. Did you cry? Okay. Uh, we're, I did, and then I realized it was like, but yeah, this, is not, this. this is not the TV Sorry, cast. Not, no, none of this is anyway, good. Anyway, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, anyway, I, uh, yeah, I love this movie. Um, really enjoyed it. Thank you, Peter. Hey, no problem. Uh, and do you know how you can repay me for that? By telling me about your movie. Oh, that's easy. Um, yeah, so Tiggs gave me Personal Shopper, his number nine from 2017, that uh, I've been meaning to watch. I had seen uh, – uh, recently I had watched uh, the writer-director Olivier Azayas's, uh team up with Kristen Stewart uh, called The Clouds of Sils Maria, which I, I love. I loved it. So I was like, oh, I got I to gotta check out Personal Shopper. And I was like, why does that – name sound familiar oh wait it was on tiggs's top 10 oh yeah so this worked out perfectly um and it's it's uh, it's oddly similar in the way that uh kristen stewart is the uh, like kind of assistant to a famous person which is kind of fun yeah but this one's different because it has goats <laughs> yeah it does goats ghosts oh you know like patrick <laughs> Swayze. Checked out. <laughs> he was all in for goats yeah sorry about that um yeah, I really liked it. I like, uh, I like the very, very, very modern take on what a ghost story would be. Yeah. Um, 
and but so then when it actually balances the that theme with like actual like what it means to kind of be haunted and hanging on to things and unfinished this or that i think is really well done and i think it it doesn't hang on to the ghost stuff that much but when it does it it really it puts us all into it it's not like a clever framing at any point it's like okay now we're talking about the ghost stuff and we're going to go like full hog into it it always it's always lingering there um, yeah. whether it be like an apparition or just like a text message or whatever, like, and a lot of times it gets explained away. And then a lot of times you're, it yeah. just, maybe there is a ghost. Um, what allows I, it to the, the last like 10 minutes are incredible. Oh, the last 10 minutes are from, from the, um, from the walkout and the, uh, the opening of the doors to the next one, but like, yeah. I, so good. Yeah. So I really liked it. It's 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 a difficult movie to talk about since no one's seen it except me and Tiggs. I would definitely check it out. If no. you can. It's currently on um, – if you have Amazon Prime, you can get a 30-day trial of the IFC channel and then immediately oh. <laughs> what I did last night nice. or two nights ago. Um, yeah, Florida Project was on now, Amazon Prime, but it's not anymore. Uh, Project's on Hulu. Oh. At some point, do they go into Depeche Mode's personal Jesus, but do personal shopper? No, they Alex. Oddly but enough, they don't. don't. Yeah. All right, well, real missed opportunity there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's, it, I, I don't know, it's it's a very moving movie, and I and I like, I like the text messages she gets not necessarily being explained away in any sense, and it kind of works. Yeah for either of the explanations that you could give to it yep um and yeah kristen stewart's just fucking great in both really of it. it, those it's, it really worked i need to see uh what is it clouds of maria sills maria sills maria yeah. because i really just like how open-ended and up for discussion this movie ends up being um like you can take it in so many different ways it it feels like at times it's going to go full horror and then it just pulls back and like just gives you this life and 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 like you know it's it's really well done um yeah i haven't seen oh. it since it came out but what did, did this you director do put... anything else besides those uh he's got a couple movies that that didn't that were never as uh well received like the uh personal shopper won him like best director at con yeah and i think yeah. lots of sales maria might have won Kristen stewart a best supporting actress at con I think that's right. Um, so, so his well, stuff has ever hit as hard as these, but the, the, so those are his two big ones. I'll have to put this one on my shopping list. Oh my God. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at my top ten. Uh, is is definitely a year that I would uh, jumble up some stuff, but stuff I have to see again. Like I have not given a second's amount of brain power to The Shape of Water, except to think about what won Best Picture that year. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, that's in my top. If I'm looking at that year, that's in my top ten. But I, I it would definitely drop considerably when yeah. I'm looking at what else is in there. Yeah, um, and, on and there's re- some stuff that flat out wouldn't be in it. Yeah, and on rewatches of stuff that's there, I think I gave War for the Planet of the Apes more credit that was due to Dawn. Mm. Uh, yes. A bit, yes. but because Dawn was the real paradigm shifter of that franchise. Yeah, yeah it was. War was not very good. It's definitely, as I said, I definitely need to watch The Shape of Water again because I remember, I remember thinking it's like pretty good, but I remember really nothing about it at this point. Yeah. And from that year, I got to watch Blade Runner again. Oh, it's my number one. 
I it, know it, that that's gonna climb up my list. Um, I think that would actually probably go up to probably like a spot or two at least. It would probably <laughs> go up to it would go up to my four spot, I think, because I think Lady Bird, John Wick Two, and Get Out are all where they're gonna be. Oh, those are so good. And then uh, just real quick to bring us home, uh, Tiggs also suggested I watch uh, Peppermint, which was yeah. Tiggs' 2018 Tiggs pick. Um, lineage of films such as Lockout and uh, Brick Mansions. Classic. Love the Jennifer Garner revenge flick Peppermint, which is... Don't say a lot because I might watch that uh, soon. Okay. It's I, I, it's one of those things that like when it hits its stride, I do enjoy it. Um, there's some other things that are dumb and there's times where, man, I wish this was a little dumber with it, but uh, I, I, there's no reason to not watch it. <laughs> yes, I don't think it would crack crack my top ten that year though. That was a that was a that was a tight year in my top ten that I don't I don't think I'm I'm second guessing any of those choices except maybe First Reform would be higher on that list or actually had it made my top ten that year. Okay, so let me just throw did you not have it? Am I the only one who had it? You're the only one that had it. So Peppermint entirely watchable. Kind of enjoyable. Does it deserve the 12% it has on Rotten Tomatoes? Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> Except, of course, for the potential racial issues where this white woman is just killing a bunch of... Oh, sure. <laughs> okay, yeah. It was 2018. Ooh. That was a different time. <laughs> <laughs> it was 18 months ago. <laughs> it seems like decades at this point. Yeah. Well, yeah, this month alone has been like seven years long, so... Yeah. But yeah, um, so those were mine. I think uh, we talked about there. I think there's others that we could um, give each other that we'll talk about. Maybe doing this another time. Yeah, I think so. But uh, do you want to make the big fun announcement for next week? Next week, we're going to be going back to a regularly scheduled podcast. Um, we finally have some movies to watch because Trolls World Tour <laughs> is out. Not only that, so it, it will be out. It will be out. It it's not out yet. Technically. Right. Comes out Friday. Um, by the time you hear this, it will be out. Um, yeah. Uh, and we'll think about Bloodshot as well. The Hunt. The Hunt. Hunt. I think that's it. Probably, probably the platform, the Netflix movie. Oh, is that? Okay. That's right. Yeah. I need to watch that. Okay. And in I'm any gonna... way, shape, or form, it's going to feel like old old times again. It's going to feel like old times again. And then, for, then that's going to be episode 99. Um, so we're going to need to find out something fun for episode 100. Uh, possibly just rewatching all the Fast and Furious movies. So, yeah, that's I've already watched three so far. Love it. Love it. Or we can have a peppermint cast. We can have a full peppermint cast. Yeah. Mm, sounds delicious. Oh, uh, just as a heads up, I watched Doolittle. Oh, what'd you think? Uh, it's a steaming pile of shit. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Why'd you do that? Shut up, Russ. <laughs> you can find us on the web at moviepodcast.com. You can find Russ on everything at Russ Incredible. You can find Peter on Letterboxd at Funky Bankman. You can find me. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited for this part. This is my favorite part now. <laughs> find me at places. doesn't matter. Uh, Alex. Yeah, yeah. You had some homework. Oh, I did. <laughs> Um, is there okay. any place you know what? Actually, find you. hold on. No, nope, this is nope. like our sit boo boo sit or our uh, erg arg mutant enemy. This is the yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing. 
There is nothing. All right. That is fine. Next week, though. Next week, there will be something. I'm going to hit up the social media. I'm going to go down to the store, get some social Please media, don't. turn it on. You know, okay. What? Why? <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, next week, going to get a big present. All right. Sounds that's good. what we're looking forward to it. We're looking for for episode 100. You should you should have something. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Just share your Quibi password. Oh, <laughs> you know, if there's a social aspect to Quibi. I'm going to figure that out tonight because I got some Quibbies to watch. <laughs> uh, I'm going to come back from my Quibi corner Quibi cast. Um, each week. I'm going to talk about one Quibi for a Quibi length. Oh, that's a long that's time. That's too long. That's yeah, you can't talk about a Quibi for the length of a Quibi. No, that's <laughs> yeah, because I'd just be talking about the whole Quibi. Yeah, that's just huge. The yeah, podcast exactly. is over, right? The podcast is almost over. Uh, we are the priest and the beekeeper. Uh, we used to have an improv show. We might again in the future, depending on what this brave new world looks like in a couple months. Um, what is Nick's podcast? We should plug that. We should. It's Reality Blows. Reality Blows. Check that out. Uh, Nick Maritato, uh, one of the co-hosts of our show, Pigpile. Um, very funny. Probably. I haven't listened to it, but I assume it's very uh, funny. It's great. They do a lot of really fun stuff about reality. And this week's episode, they actually do some pretty fun stuff about scripted. Ooh. Everyone's branching out these days. If podcasts are going to be the only form of entertainment, we got We got to hit people in different ways. So definitely hit up Reality Blows. It's a really fun time. And I was on it once. Oh, there we go. All the more reason to listen. Get to hear more Russ than uh, you're used to. So check You want to hear me talk about Love Island? Uh, I do. Huh. I might go check that out now. All right. So uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for being here with me. And we'll see you guys next time on the Movie Movie Podcast. Bye, guys. Good be.